Hello and welcome to another episode of the FOMOcast. I'm Chris, here with Tim. Say hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. We are back after a week off um, because less than 12 hours after we finished recording the last podcast, uh, my daughter entered the world. So um, uh, I decided to take last week off to help out around the house. We were still getting settled. She was not even a week old. She's going to be two weeks old tomorrow. Yes, tomorrow she'll be two weeks old. So um, it was kind of a hectic week with 4th of July and everything, and we had to get everything ready at the house. So um, we decided to take a week off. Mama and baby are doing good. Mom is adjusting to having two kids at home, and um, I'm still just a lazy bum. So it's all good in the neighborhood. Um, (laughs) um, So we're going to jump right into it just because – a lot of stuff we've missed and things are coming out. It's insane. Uh, one of the ones I didn't even glad to put Tim on, put Tim put on there because I forgot about it. And I already seen it. But um, the first thing we're going to do is uh, I actually, if I didn't have a child, I was going to do this, Tim. Um, they are having the Barbenheimer double feature. It is a Barbie Oppenheimer double feature through Galaxy. <laughs> I thought it was a joke, but I am a member of our local Galaxy and Riverbank, and I got the email. And they're like, um, yeah, we're doing a double feature back-to-back. And I was really? like, Because, like I said, I first, at first I thought it was kind of a joke, too, or that's what people were doing because it comes out on the same day. Um, and they were saying there was like 30,000 tickets of people that basically had bought that. But it makes sense is now. And maybe they weren't really pushing it before or it wasn't and now they're like hey strike while the iron's hot let's do it but i mean that's i mean granted any double features two movies but isn't oppenheimer like three a good three hours or over three hours and let's say barbie's two that's five hours it's it's a long one and i do know that um because granted most double features what was it um like robert rodriguez was doing that um, there, yes, uh, he, he had the death as a death watch and something yeah, else. but both of those were like, it was like an hour and a half, you know, they were both like less than two hours and they were also both his movies too. And they were exactly. Yeah. 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 So, and there was a, a little bit of a connection between the two, I believe I nothing, so. nothing crazy, but it was one of those things where it was like, Oh, they're like somewhat connected in a universe. And they'll, yeah. you'll see how they're connected in that. Yeah, this you didn't one, necessarily need to see one to see the other. You could still see right. both independently. This one was almost like, I think it started as a joke, honestly. Yep. I think it started as a joke, and the Galaxy people were like, you know, like there's a bunch of comedian, like the short video people on Facebook and on TikTok, where I saw a woman and the guy's like, hey, I thought you were sick. And he's wearing a pink shirt and bleach blonde hair. And he's like... Oh, I'm feeling better. He's like, "What are you gonna go watch the Barbie movie?" No, I'm gonna go see Oppenheimer. And he's like, "Why? Why are you?" And then they end up both going to watch Barbie together because it, it, supposedly it's not what people think. It is not a kids' movie at all. It has a lot of adult undertones, and um, I, it's already leaked. Uh, I'll tell Tim afterwards one of the appearances of who's gonna be in it because it is kind of hilarious. This person's in the movie. 
But um, I think it's, it is a great idea if you have the time. Like I said, I got a new baby at home. I'm gonna not going to be gone for close to five hours to watch five. movies. Yep, five hours. Oppenheimer's three hours. Barbie's an hour and 54. So essentially three hours. Five and hours. Hour. Yeah. And you got to think. So and especially I don't know anyone who's seen Oppenheimer for the early stuff. But you got to imagine they've got, they got a bunch of trailers because it's that fancy IMAX. So yep. they got to, and people, so those who don't know, all of the movie was shot on IMAX film. Now, there's like, like we talked about earlier on, the bigger ones, there's only a handful of places that are going to get the huge ones. So it all depends on, I believe Dublin is getting it. Um, but because it's on IMAX, it's supposed to be next level. Just the, they're saying you're going to have to, watch it and i don't know you probably didn't put it on here did you see the interview of what matt damon said to his wife no he said basically i told my wife i was going to take a step back uh from acting you know take a break unless christopher nolan called and christopher nolan called like a month later and said i need you and that's what happened so and that's uh, why and i guess they were saying because like how you know that film was uh 11 miles long or whatnot and now you're getting the because everyone's loading on the reels because it comes out as we're recording this in two days um that basically the platforms for that is it couldn't be like an inch longer or it wouldn't be able the platform would be able to support it yeah they're, they're saying i think the the big one i believe some theaters had to actually build a room for it because right. of the way that it was set up and how they had to do it. So, I mean, I guess that's the bad thing. I don't, I don't know. It's going to make right. you a lot of money. Yeah. And, I mean, if somebody else, you know, there's always going to be the first one. And it's like, okay, do you bite the bullet and retrofit or create something new? That's going to cost, you know, obviously going to cost money on it. And are you going to make it back to to get that film or do you just not and not get the film or not, you know, not get the, fa- you not get the fancy one. So, yeah. You know. And I guess it depends on how much retrofitting you have to do. You know, if you just got to do a little bit and kind of extend it out and make it a little beefier. Okay. But like you said, if you get to create a whole new projection room, then might not be worth it. But. Yeah, especially, I mean, nothing by us, you know, um, I just, I, I listened to a um, Parks and Rec podcast, and they had a joke, I didn't ever even caught on, that their city had a monoplex, which means they had one, they had one, one. screen, yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, sure, so that was just like before the movie theater, new movie theater came into our hometown, it was a quad screen, <laughs> It was four. It was a, it was four screen, and then it ended up turning into a gym because they mm-hmm. had the the two of the rooms were big enough for pools for the and pool, a, yeah, pool and, and, the, and the gym, yeah, yeah, and so um, yeah, for the basketball it's, court. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um. Oh, that I can't stop laughing. This is this that's hilarious. Um. Next, we got this one threw me for a loop. We got a new trailer 
for a movie coming out called Retirement Plan featuring Nick Cage as well as isn't it is it Danny Glover that's in it? Um you know you know what to be honest I didn't even see the trailer I just saw it um I think you shared it on the Facebook page and I just popped it on there and I saw it was Nick Cage so other than that I you're um, I, I, I believe it's also Danny Glover. There's another actor that's well known in it that it threw me for a loop. I was like, wait, what? And it was there might be a couple. There's oh, more than Ron, one. Ron Perlman's in it. Yes. Ashley Green. Uh, yeah. I could have sworn it was Danny Glover. I do not see Danny Glover. Oh, no, it's Ernie Hudson, Ghostbusters. That's who it was. It was Ernie Hudson. That's right. And oh, oh, wait, no, I did see. Yes, I did see this. This is the one where the little kid walks up and says, you know, like, you know, are you so-and-so? And he's like, who's asking? He's like, I'm your granddaughter. And he gets all like, you know, basically someone's trying to kill his son and daughter. So I don't know which one's the daughter-in-law. I'm assuming... I'm assuming it's his son or I don't know, um, but he's protecting. And basically that he, he was something in the CIA and it looks epic. It looks really, really good. Yeah. It's basically. And Ron Perlin's character's name is Bobo. That's awesome. So when I saw it, I laughed hysterically because basically it reminded me of like a homeless John wick. It basically, it looks a lot like that. Um, show that was on for a long time with Jim Caviezel called person of interest where it's just a homeless dude. That's just going around beating people up. So it looks fantastic. And it, it, it actually, um, I will be watching that a hundred percent. So Nick Cage still going into theaters. He's had two movies already this year. This is the third, this one this year, I think. Has it that's been? crazy. He had Renfield this year and I'm pretty sure that one with yeah. Pedro Pascual came out this year too. Yeah, Renfield 2023. Uh, I don't know what the other one. The extreme weight of a ma- uh no, what's that called? The unbearable weight of massive talent. Yeah, Renfield. Um, the old way. Colton Briggs. <clears throat> Willy Wonderland, but that was in 2021. Oh, he was in that. He was in Pig. That was in 2020. I forgot about that one. Oh, that's right. We talked about that one. Yep. Why can't I find Nicolas Cage? It's funny. That's an interesting one. The old way, huh? Yes, the old way is another one that I, I believe I saw. I'm trying to remember. Well, it's just funny though. The very first thing showed like Nick Cage with a Western mustache, and it looked weird. It looks, it looks like a comedy. I don't think it is, but I mean, you know, it's an but... it's an action drama western. But with him and the mustache on him. Yeah. And, yeah. 
I can't believe Willie's Wonderland was already 2021. Mm-hmm. And Jiu-Jitsu. I still need to watch that. Yeah, That's no, a- he's been putting handful of movies out every year only 109 he's got eight upcoming though two for this year he did three and 21 two and 22 three and 23 well one of them he's uncredited yeah don't say that one out loud what that is that's on his imdb so true um yeah then like i said yeah then he's got 2019 was busy. One, two, three, four, five in 2019. Six in 2019. Yeah. Wait, he was in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse? Spider-Man nor voice. Wow. He was Superman in Teen Titans Go! The Movie. I'm surprised he doesn't do more voiceover work. Right. I mean, Wiz... When's the last real movie? It looks like the last real movie he did that was like actually talked about was in 2016, Snowden. That was a big, big budget one. Yeah. I don't think, um, I don't see anything else that he did that was, I mean, Into the Spider-Verse is, but I don't count that. Everything else seems... Oh, he was in the he was in the Crudes, a new age. That was a movie release. Yeah. But I say 2016 Snowden's probably the last one that he did that was like a lot a, like a lot of people saw and knew. And then I can't believe he played it. He voiced himself in Dead by Daylight. That's insane. Oh, he was in the Crudes as well, so that makes sense. Truck man, drive angry. Season of the Witch, Sorcerer's Apprentice, and Kick Ass. Man, that's crazy. All right, we spent so much time on this. Um, the next thing, I this one is, it, I saw the pictures of it. I mean, I guess it's, it looks good. I don't know. Um, they're doing a 4K Cinderella restoration coming to Disney Plus next month. Um, it really didn't seem that much of a difference. Maybe the colors were a little bit more vibrant. Right. I mean, I hope they, you know, do this to kind of all of those old classic ones, especially 4K. Um, now, yeah. you know, before it was, you know, standard, then high definition, then, you know, 720, 1080. Now you got 4K. 4K. And obviously there's more up on that, but it seems like kind of everyone either has that, you know, 1080 or 4K or, you know, it's got. Yeah, both of them on it. It's it's more like any obviously any new TV kind of has. It is 4K, insane. 4K so um, since the baby's been home, the wife she can't really go anywhere. Um, you know, you want to be safe with the baby, but so we have the Vizio. It's like from two thousand eight, two thousand nine in the bedroom, and we have the brand new one in the living room because our other one broke. You watch The Office on one TV than the other TV, it looks like a different show. That's the contrast between 720 and 4K. It's insane. The crispness alone, it doesn't look like you're watching a sitcom anymore. It looks like you're watching almost a documentary because everything is this crispy. And people don't realize most stuff is shot on 
like, you know, fancy film, and then they just downgrade it for whatever you're, you're watching it on. And yeah, I think it's, it's, it was it easier or cheaper to downgrade than to upgrade, obviously. Correct. Correct. <clears throat> and so, you know, I just thought it was crazy that, you know, they're doing no, a 4K on that. So well, I will have to watch it on the TV living room, though. Right. I mean, on any of those, it was like the, even going from like 720 to was it 1080 or when it's like, oh, my gosh, big time difference. And like you said, then going up or back in the day, it was like, you know, you get HD or Blu-ray. And it's like, oh, man, this is awesome. And now that's becoming everything less and less is becoming like standard definition. I have wanted to check out a 4K TV, but I haven't been able to yet. Or right. oh, sorry, AK AK TV. They do have an AK TV out there. Um, most people can't afford it, um, and what I have seen, the the visual is not ready for it yet either. Because you'd have to have IMAX level stuff for it to really make a difference. Um, but I do believe a lot of the simulators, like when um, COVID was happening, and some of the NASCAR guys were get, got together and were doing the eye racing. Doing I think there, some yeah. of them. Some of them would get the the AK in something more advanced because it's you know obviously it's it's it responds faster. It's not for the crispiness of the image; it's for the response time. Um, this one is shocking. Obviously, you know Encanto didn't get a very big theatrical release, if any. Um, but Elemental can surpass Disney's Encanto, two hundred fifty six point six. Point eight million to become Disney's biggest animated hit since the beginning of the pandemic. That's crazy to me, right? And it's I've heard- and it's and it's like sneaky coming up on it, or it's it's uh, sneaky making a lot of money, you know. But it's just been hanging around doing its thing, and boom, 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 and everything that you hear is like, oh, Indiana Jones didn't open up to the weekend that they wanted to, or you know, all of these opening weekends not going how they planned it. Uh, and Elemental's just sitting there, hey, give me my 30, you know, 20, 30 mil or whatever it is, or 10 to 15 every yeah. weekend, and <laughs> boom, boom, boom. But the other thing is, is you look at what, um, you know, Disney Pixar has done during the pandemic, uh, which obviously if it's during the, if it got released during the pandemic, it was in the works five years before that it just right. so happens that release date stinks but on those um really hadn't been that good of stuff and Encanto just happened to be sneaky good because right. i don't think anybody expected it to be that good everyone was expecting Lightyear to you know kick yep. butt and um what was i mean i think i want to say on, it, you know onward did decent but that was kind of before the pandemic and that was a the uh, onward was tough because it's the release came out. It released, I believe the Thursday before the shutdown. So I think it got yeah. two or three weeks in the, the box office. And then they were, then when they shut everything down, they're like, well, we got to put it on Disney plus. Yep. And, and, that, con- and it was free on Disney plus. It wasn't like the correct. Know, pay but in Kanto, I feel like had almost because it's a pandemic movie. I give it a ton of credit because the Bruno song that wasn't the one they was everyone was thinking was going to be the popular one, same as nope. uh, um, Frozen. And do you know how many little girls I saw dressed up as Maribel at Disney when I went in January? It was insane. There was yeah. all these little girls wearing the, with the curly hair and the big glasses. The glasses they, yeah. 
They looked adorable. And I'm like, this is a, and actually what's funny is, is so spoiler alert. If you haven't watched Encanto yet, they, it has the same tragic story of basically frozen, you know, it, this is all begotten out of, you know, trauma, but I feel like they show more of the badness in Encanto and it's almost like it's like an emergency response is what Encanto is. So I was just like, you know, I loved, um, uh, I loved Encanto, but Elemental is getting such bad reviews. Like, it's not funny. It's like people are like, oh, I liked it the first time I watched um, Inside Out. You know what I mean? They're sending right. comments yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Or it's, you know, okay, this is just um, Inside Out Romeo Juliet. You know, a Romeo Juliet yep. of Inside Out. It's like, okay, yes. And the thing is, is you knew that going into it. Everyone knew it going into it. You know, you got water and fire. You knew they're going to, you know, it, it says, I'm looking at the movie post right here. It says opposites react. So you knew there's going to be something, something there. Um, but yeah, no. And, and like, you know, like I was saying, you know, it's, it's doing sneaky good. And um, like you're saying, you know, Onward came out March 6th of 2020, right before the, sh- you know, right before the shutdown. Um, then you had, <clears throat> yep. And then you had um, Soul came out in December of well, on Christmas of 2020. And, you know, they were expecting that one to do good. Then uh, Luca came out June 2021. Uh, and then Turning Red, which was another one that they had high hopes for March of 22 and the light year June of 22. Um, on those and all of those kind of had, you know, they got behind pretty good. Um, and then here's elemental June of this year or this month and it's sneaky good climbing up there. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, fingers crossed. Cause when they do better, we get more content. Um, uh, but we do have like what, you know, Bob Iger said before we, went on our break that week they're cutting a bunch of stuff so yeah right um next we have avatar the way of water has topped the streaming charts the first week of release which is not a surprise because this one felt like a huge let's wait till it goes on streaming to watch it um because of the reviews and whatnot so yeah well and it's a it's a it's a bigger movie too yeah, yeah, that's true. It so is a bigger get people, movie. And... But, but like you said, I mean, I think people were going to... Obviously, it did well in the theaters. And then... And it's Avatar. So... And you, everyone's been, been waiting for how long. So, of course, any of those that go to streaming that its first week is going to top the charts. And it may for the first month or something on that. So, until everyone kind of sees it or it gets... Um, buried down in their to-watch list. Yeah. Um, the next one that I will be watching the day it releases, because the son... I, I don't know. My Apparently, my son watched it at daycare, and he he actually know how... Because I, I watched how the movie ended, and he described it to me, and I'm like, okay. And he, <laughs> underst- he understands it. Like, he understands what happened. He understands who Mario Luigi are. He understands... Um, who King Koopa is, all, all that stuff. He knows, he understands it, but 
Super Mario Brothers movie will be coming to Peacock on August 3rd. Um, um, and on that same line, according to music sales tracker data, um, chart data, Super Mario Brothers movie hit song Peaches has sold over 1 million units. How? How are they selling? Well, who's buying it? Uh, I all the all the little kids or all the parents or whatever it is, and I don't and I don't know what buying it, how, what what takes into account all of that nowadays. Like before, it was you know like a Napster download or something like that or LimeWire. You know, there's kind of ways of at least somewhat tracking it, and then you got you know iTunes. You know, you have the Microsoft Zune there for. A hot minute um and you know like is if you like it on spotify or something like that is that considered it i i don't know because you get all of these streaming services that you pay monthly but then you could like choose your songs from i don't know but i'll tell you one thing um my wife played it because she's a school teacher and play they did I can't remember if they showed it at a movie night or on something and the whole class knew it, you know, and she teaches lower grade level. All of them knew it. Granted, it's only like seven words in it and it's peaches pretty much repeated right. all over again. But it was it was crazy. And I bet you, you know, maybe and so I bet you some of those kids hadn't. um hadn't even seen the movie but they've heard the song I, i'm not gonna lie it's addicting and uh, for those that don't know tim and i grew up together being huge tenacious d fans so anything mm-hmm. jack black scenes doesn't matter what he's singing about i'll listen to it because it's it's amazing that's, no matter exa- what. that's exactly what i was gonna say and you got jack black behind it and he put his spin on it kind of like will smith put his spin on the genie and the songs on it he didn't do exactly you know he did it in his genre that he sings in he didn't yep. try to mimic robin williams which yep. he said he wanted to go to and i like that i love his songs on it because he has his little his his spin on it his take on it. it's like oh that's that's will smith um and this one same thing has his his take and um you know his personality on it yeah and you can feel and that's why it's so successful it has nothing to do with the movie itself right exactly and all you have to do is just watch the music video of it too both the animated one and the one that the live action one it's hilarious yeah yes it is um next uh we we got two big things so this is what's crazy is so i might diverge a little bit on this but we did get a first look at Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman suited up for the uh, on the set of Deadpool three. Um, it did halt filming due to the SAG after a strike. Um, and here's the big thing: so the, those that don't know, so I listened to the Boy Meets World podcast, and um, some people didn't know that uh, appearing at cons was actually uh, a ban; like you weren't allowed to do that. Um, if if your show that you filmed in the 90s was under a SAG after contract. Uh, Boy Meets World got their permission to continue on with their shows and actually, um, like, from their SAG after. Um, but obviously, you know, I'm going to say this one time. You know, people say, you know, people are, are babies. 
about pay, things of that nature. Um, the person who was the director and creator of She-Hulk got $358 of, for residuals for each episode that aired. Um, I don't know about you, but uh, Tim and I make a lot more money than that when we go in season because we work a lot of hours. And people don't realize when you're a writer, you're not working an 8 to 5 Monday through Friday job. You're working whenever you work. You're working a lot of hours. And that was the first insult. I guess the average pay of a writer is $74,000 a year. And that's actually like, like you're on a good show. Mind you, they're probably working, what do you think, Tim? 80 hours a week, probably? Probably, yeah. Probably especially, yeah, especially if they're, because, I mean, you got to think, if you're writing, you got to get it down on paper, and you can't really afford to take breaks because you may forget something or whatnot. So you got to get it down as quick and as fast as you can. And especially if you're, you know, a go-getter trying to pump out a whole bunch of scripts. I mean, it's... Right. Go, go, go. And you might not even get your... I, the podcast I listen to for Parks and Rec, like, there's a possibility that you won't get um, paid or you won't get your stuff out there So because basically they break off in groups and they develop a script. And then they pick one of the scripts. And then you might get asked to work on the script, but you're not a part of that script because the script wasn't yours. So that's my first problem. Second problem is... The studios were asking the SAG-AFTRA, we have it in writing, that they were wanting extras to be scanned with photos and that basically they would pay an extra for a full day's work and then would be able to use their likeness in perpetuity for eternity and would be able to edit the image, edit the the, uh, anything, edit the voice, you name it, and then use it for eternity. That's not cool. That's horrible. Um, so the big thing that people don't know, a lot of people don't know, I don't know if Tim even put it on here, there is a bunch of shows from streaming services that are getting put on regular TV as filler. So Yellowstone is going to air on regular TV. Um, uh, Ms. Marvel is going to air on ABC, and they're getting stuff to fill stuff in. So, um, I know a lot of films were trying to get away with stuff overseas. So there is a different negotiating type of thing for the stuff overseas, but, um, they have stopped it. One thing I said, I will say is weird is they legitimately have spoiled every single cameo for Deadpool three. Now we don't know if they're legit. We see them filming the Deadpool, um, Wolverine one but they're also in front of a crumbling 20th Century Fox logo. So we don't know if it's, you know, like a, a, a teaser or a misdirect. Um, but they have said that Jennifer Garner is going to reprise her role as Elektra. There's rumors that Halle Berry is going to reprise her role as Storm. Rumors about um, uh, Olsen. What's her name? Mary-Kate Nashley. No, they're the sister that was in Marvel already. Elizabeth Olsen is going to reprise her role as uh, Scarlet Witch fighting. Um, her name is Famke. I know that because she has a different name, but she was the original Jean Grey from the original X-Men that she's going to be in it as Jean Grey and they're going to fight. 
So it's like they have all this stuff out there, and I'm like, are they just flooding, you know, all this stuff? Because who was it? Oh, Ryan Reynolds leaked the trailer. I guess they leaked the trailer on Twitter, I think it was, of Deadpool. They leaked something. And that's how they got more funding for it. And whatever they leaked, I guess, didn't air, wasn't in the movie or whatever. But they did get in trouble for doing that. So I don't know if they're releasing these little tidbits trying to get people to get, you know, full full speed behind it. But, I mean, we're going to see what happens. Um, I am excited for her to come back as Electra because I think she was dumb in the Daredevil movies. And I didn't like her, her, her movie either. So um, this one has a very interesting um, twist to it. So Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is going to be on Disney Plus streaming August 2nd, 2023, a day after the Blu-rays get dropped. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, if you really want to watch it, just get Disney Plus for a month, I guess. Right. You'll save yourself money. So, yeah, that's a, it's a very interesting. Um, Spider-Man 4 with Tom Holland has been confirmed by Kevin Feige, and I believe um, it was kind of pushed out hard because Tom Holland did an interview, not recently, it was before his Apple Plus show, which apparently is really good, but he's like a, in a mental institution. Um, he said that he wasn't sure... Because he basically said he had a he had a drinking problem, he stopped drinking um, because he was questioning about walking away from the role of Spider Man while he was drinking, and then another turning it to make it sound like he wants to walk away now, but no, it's an old article or old old interview kind of thing. So it is what it is. Um, we did get a new Ahsoka uh, poster. Two oh, two episodes will premiere on August twenty third, and we did get a new full trailer showing Thrawn. Showing a little bit better of Ezra. Um, and then also, there's this weird thing where basically Sabine has a lightsaber. And apparently, they someone makes a comment in the trailer to Ahsoka saying, um, you must have learned a lot from Anakin. And she's like, he never finished my Jedi training because I walked away from him the same way I walked away from Sabine. So I'm like, wait, was she trading her? Because it shows her using a lightsaber and the one of the bad guys in between dudes says, you have no power when he hits her with the, he hits the, her blade with the lightsaber. So we got a lot of stuff from that. Also, I didn't even realize this. Did you know that uh, Kevin, uh, oh, not Kevin Feige, um, who's Dave the, Filoni. Dave Filoni said, this is legit just another season of Clone Wars. So, not Clone huh. Wars, of uh, uh, Rebels. If you have not watched Rebels, um, Ashley Eckstein, who played the character of Ahsoka in Clone Wars and in Rebels, has put out a list of essential episodes of both shows for you to watch to understand what will be happening in Ahsoka. I believe they also include some Mandalorian episodes so you can refresh it. I will be spending the month of August doing that rewatch. They actually have them in order because some of the stuff is out of order on uh, Disney Plus. So um, I'll try and find it and share it on the Facebook group just so people can see so you know which way to watch it. Um, 
Tron 3, which is a go, um, has added Star Wars Jedi Survivor star Cameron Monaghan and Yellow Jacket star Sarah Desjardin to the cast. It means it's making it more real. Um, lately, whenever I see something tied to Jared Leto, it's kind of just, yeah, I'll see when it happens. Because he's been tied to a lot of stuff and it never happens. Um, also, side note. I forgot with Deadpool, there's a rumor Channing Tatum is going to play Gambit. And that's the character he wanted to play for a long time before it got sold to Disney and it got kiboshed. So, um, I also heard, I think Tim would like this. Did you hear what someone suggested they should do to bring the X-Men into the Marvel Universe since that they haven't been in it yet, really? Uh-uh. They said, wouldn't it be hilarious if it was just Deadpool on a computer and it had him open up the file from Fox and drag it over to Disney and that's legitimately all it was? There was nothing else? That would be funny. That would be... That that would be good. Right, that would be epic. Um, Obi-Wan Kenobi and or Ms. Marvel, Hocus Pocus 2, and more Disney projects nominated for Emmy Awards. There was quite a bit... um, now, here we go. This one is kind of more important. So Netflix quietly removed its ad-free basic plan, forcing users to pay more or sit through advertisements to keep costs down. Which is shocking to me because the next one is, is Netflix gained 5.9 million new subscribers in the most recent quarter, during which it rolled out a paid sharing in over 100 countries and imposed new rules preventing password sharing outside of single households. I have seen this work. It does work, the single password, the single household thing. Um, my in-laws had my brother-in-law's password for his, the kids to watch TV at the in-laws. It doesn't work anymore because it's logged in at their house. Um, but it seems a little bit, there's more going on to this than just the removing the ad free basic plan because if you gain 5.9 million new subscribers that's a lot no that is so yeah and and they said in the article is yes they removed it but it's like anything if you keep if you have it already the only way you'll lose it is if you cancel it um or somehow there was two ways is if you cancel it or sign up for the other one. I forgot what it was. It was something weird, but basically is if you still have it um, and you keep paying for it, you'll as of right now, you'll continue to keep it. So it's not like it's even if you have it, it's completely gone. Like what Disney did with their annual uh, with their pass holders. I mean, they just completely. Right, right stop sales on everything but this one it's not oh man i have to now next month i have to choose a different plan because this plan's no longer available no you can still still have it as long as you uh keep it current up to date which i'm okay with that um because there's a lot of a lot of services that are doing that right now um trying to consolidate and save money or get more money in one way or another so with them not forcing you to do it it kind of, I, I, I'm okay with it. Right. The only thing I'll say is if you look to make any changes, make sure you're aware that sometimes, and I'm not saying this just for Netflix, I'm just saying it in general, because um, it's happened to a couple people that I know that it got grandfathered into some stuff. 
they look to make a change or something on it and they're like oh if you do that um you are no longer still grandfathered in you'll have to get this other clause like well that's basically what i need to do they're like yeah that's because they want you out of that because it's such a good deal or whatever it was before um so just be aware of that um on sometimes that's how they get people forced out of out of it yeah so i mean they might do it in the future you never know but yeah i think yeah i think that's something down the road yeah so um next Madame Leota popcorn bucket is now available at select theaters for the Haunted Mansion movie. Um, They also did have a new trailer that arrived ahead of the July 28th release. As I said before, I am uh, avoiding it at all costs so that I can see it with fresh eyes. So. Right. And I think we'll, I think I put it down. Yep. Yeah. I put it down later. So we'll get into it. Yeah. Yeah. I figured that one was coming. Yeah, exactly. Um, Disney 100, the exhibition is coming to London in October. They are pushing the Disney 100 hardcore right now. Like, it's all I see on the ads. Even the Disney Plus app says Disney Plus 100. So they're trying to make the most of it. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Next, Lego announces at San Diego Comic-Con 2023 a new brick-built version of Chewbacca to mark the 40th anniversary of Star Wars Return of the Jedi. Um... Shout out to David, one of my members from uh, Tomorrowland Ravagers, who actually got to go to a preview tonight of Comic-Con. So it was a free preview. He knew someone had tickets. I think that's awesome. It's going to be a horrible Comic-Con because there's going to be no panels, basically. Um, Rumor is you can apply for an exemption to go to a panel if it's something like, you know, indie or whatnot. Um, But... I am excited for this new brick built version because it is the it's that new style Lego that they yeah. do like all the black series helmets and stuff with where it's it's like a different style Legos that looks really cool. So, yeah, no, exactly. And I think it has um, something like over 2000 pieces on it, like 2500 pieces Yep. Um, on it. So. That's cool. I'm sorry, 2,319 pieces, and will th- cost you $199.99. And you probably won't be able to get it because it's going to be at Comic-Con. Um, speaking of which, Tim, I don't know, did you get the email about the new Star Wars shirts? Yeah, I saw that. Okay. You're going to need to help me on the day those drop. You, we need to get me that Ahsoka one because those are not Sandy, those are not Comic-Con exclusives. People were failing to read they're doing it for the first time ever. They're going to release it in the next couple of weeks ahead of the Ahsoka show. They're going to release the shirts on the app, and they're going to allow some people get to get first dibs at San Diego Comic-Con. They will have con exclusives, but these Star Wars ones are not, one of which was a bomber jacket that was a Thrawn bomber jacket that has his Imperial rank on the front, and you flip it around, and it has the Chiss Ascendancy logo. So Tim has no idea what I'm saying right now about that, but it's awesome, though. I was kind of excited about that. Um, Disney CEO Bob Iger calls writer and actors strikes disturbing, says demand, demands are not realistic, and he is getting lambasted for it because he makes uh, he made $48 million last year, I think it was. And they're like, 
you do realize that there's people who make some make one percent of what you are making as a full time, and they go, we understand that it used to be you know logical to do different things and make money, but you can't get residuals anymore like you could back in the day because of streaming. And what's crazy is is I heard a guy talk and he said everyone thought the coolest thing was to go to the BBC way and have seven to 12 episodes of a show every two years. But guess what? Because you're not getting residuals through streaming, you just screwed yourself. And while it's great, you also have issues now. So um, the new thing people are doing is like Shonda Rhimes has a deal with Netflix. Um, the guy, Kurt Sutter from um, uh, Sons of Anarchy and Mayans of Fame, he also has a deal with Netflix so, like, that's what these creators are doing now is they have to make a larger deal. Like Adam Sandler did. It was five movies for Netflix. This is the same thing they have to do now. But writers do not get the same thing. Actors, same thing. So, you know, how many articles have we seen and posted? Pedro Pascual's uh, lesser-known film is now available on Netflix. And it could have been when he was struggling. And he probably would have liked to receive some money for it, but he's not going to because it's on Netflix. So um, it's interesting to see. I don't know where it's going to go, but Bob Iger really stuck his foot in his mouth on that one. So, uh, Bobby, don't do that anymore. Well, and I didn't know. Do you know who is the president of the SAG-AFTRA? Yep, Fran Drescher. Fran Drescher. I did not realize that until it said... uh, that she had comments, you know, Fran Drescher, president of SAG-AFTRA, yep. comments to Bob Iger and basically said it was like deplorable, demeaning, you know, whatever. Well, the, whatever I think the, the the worst one to go against him was Sean Gunn. So yeah, James, I saw, I saw. James Gunn's brother, and he had amazing points. And the other crazy part was, too, is do you know who was lobbying for the actors before the strike even happened? No. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise was meeting with the studio executives trying to stop this strike from happening because here's what's crazy is I'm pretty sure they filmed his dead reckoning mission impossible back to back. So they probably have some stuff to finish up on the other one, but he has nothing to gain from being in the strike. Like the strike doesn't hurt him at all. It doesn't cause his movie already came out. Right. No deal, but he is huge behind that. So we are going to see, um, yeah, we're going to see what happens with this. Uh, lastly, a regular pile. Peter Pan and Captain Hook as stern characters for Disney's treasure cruise ship. That sounds like fun. Yeah, I know. It's awesome. It shows them like in their stereotypical fighting pose. And Peter Pan has a paintbrush, um, like kind of how he has like the dagger. And it shows like he painted like on Captain Hook's arm or sleeve or whatnot so it's pretty cool i like it um i will say there's one uh thing i do find kind of creepy um have you seen the story about um how they think like if you watch peter pan as an adult you could almost see it as captain hook wasn't trying to hurt peter pan he was trying to stop peter pan from kidnapping other kids other because kids. if you watch the cartoon if you watch the cartoon he only fights peter pan he never fights any of the other kids ever in the cartoon he only fights peter pan 
Oh yeah, Captain Hook only fights Peter Pan. Yep. Right. Yep. So well, except for in Hook, he fought Rufio. Killed Rufio. Spoiler, jeez, a little bit different. <laughs> he actually, the guy that played Rufio, does a thing online where he does it. Uh, it's um, guess the residual check, and he goes down to his PO box and he opens it up to see how much it is. It's kind of fun. I guess it's a bar in LA. If it's under a dollar, you get a free drink and you just put your check on the wall. Oh, you put it on the. Oh, that's funny. If yeah. it's under a that wow, I would almost uh, cost more to mail the check. They uh, did. Yeah, it is. Did I've seen. I saw oh, yeah. one. They All got the like eighty-three cents. Yep. Uh, Forty-three or cents. Fifty cents or something like that. It's like and okay, it cost them over a dollar to mail this, and my check was forty-three cents, but postage was fifty cents. For those that don't know, what they actually do is, as it airs more, you earn less and less and less and less and less. So, you got to think like the Nick at Nights and um, TV Land type shows. They still get residuals, but it's pretty much nothing. It's pennies on the dollar, yeah. yeah. Um, now we're going into gaming. We got awesome news and then horrible news. Um, so we got the happy birthday of the Nintendo Entertainment System. I was out in the in the bar trying to find a cable for my son's TV in his room because we uh, he's not feeling well, so we're keeping him in the room. Um, and I found. Not only did I find my original Nintendo, I found my original Game Genie, Paperboy, all these yeah. games, Bubble Bobble, and then I found an original PlayStation that I haven't seen in forever with Papa Rappa da Rappa, which was amazing. But um, 40 years, and the only reason why I know this is because when I was, I think it was my first birthday in 1985, my dad bought me a Nintendo because obviously he wanted to play Duck Hunt. You know, I'm not a yeah. one-year-old, but uh, happy 40th. We also did get um, a, a good news with the Xbox. Um, so Xbox head Phil Spencer took to social media to share the news that Xbox has signed what he called a binding agreement uh, with PlayStation to keep Call of Duty on Sony's platform. A lot of this has to do with the fact that um, Xbox flat out said they the only reason why they've been purchasing certain things is because of the fear that they would go exclusive to PlayStation only, um, which Microsoft and Activision Blizzard have extended their $69 billion deadline to complete acquisition to October to fix the British stuff because they do have a little bit more strict rules. Um, the FTC is following appeal in the America because uh, Microsoft did win and it won't be a monopoly because I believe of the binding agreement and, you know, Phil Spector and Sony have been kind of being buddy-buddy. Um, and sadly, the only person whose face I recognized from Microsoft was Larry Major Nelson Herb, who is leaving Microsoft after 22 years. Um, Phil Spencer tweeted at him, said, it's been great working with you, so it doesn't seem like there's any animosity, but it is weird that you're leaving a company after 22 years where all you do is report on video games. Well, I would say it's to... Pursue like the next career in pursue his life. Pursue the next step in his life. Yep. Yeah. So well, rumor rumor is is he might go behind the scenes kind of thing. So we'll see. Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Well, and then just uh, breaking news before uh, we go into kind of everything else is all amusement parks or whatnot. So our uh, lottery is up to a billion dollars. Right. Well, 
and the drawing was tonight. One person, uh, one or one ticket was bought uh, for the billion dollars. So somebody did win. They already know? Yeah, no, his drawing was a couple hours ago. So I'm on the website right now. There was only one ticket that matched the a billion dollars. I think the lump sum is it's over five hundred million, and there were do they, seven. Do they, do they say seven, where it was? The winning ticket was Les Palmas Mini Mart, one two zero five Wall Street in Los Angeles, California nine zero zero one five. You said Las Palmas, and I was like, oh my god, there's a Las Palmas market by me. Lo, <laughs> no, Las Palmitas. Oh, Mini Los Mart. Palmitas. Okay, so. Um, and then there was seven tickets. So that's five in the Powerball. Obviously, you need Powerball to win. Um, and then there were seven winning tickets that had five of the matching numbers, not the Powerball. And those ones, you only win $448,000. Well, and what's crazy is, so those that don't know, I found out that those ones that don't hit all the numbers, I don't believe they go against the lump sum. So I don't know how they do it, but it doesn't go against the lump sum. So, yeah, I don't know. So now the thing that stinks is, I mean, yeah, it was up to a billion dollars um, on it, which I think it was like the third or fourth highest with obviously within the past couple of years, it's gone up that high before. So now the only other one is um, the mega millions, which is up pretty high as well. So, well, we're going to see how that goes. Right. And of course, I didn't buy a ticket tonight because i did it all last time but anyhow there you go i'm okay with that i don't i'm not big on the lottery anymore i'd rather um spend it on something else stupid right there there you go i'll just stick to scratchers now but if you're in the los angeles area and that's where you bought your ticket uh go check it congratulations yeah if you yeah. want send some our way come on we love you right we love we'll you i'll we'll give you a shout out yeah Tim and I could build a studio somewhere in between and we could meet up once a week to record in a live studio for you guys. That would be amazing. There you go. Yeah. Um, now we're going into our amusement park piles. Uh, first of which is Universal Orlando Resort Passholder Night returning in August 2023, which was shocking because Orlando, the Orlando Universal was like one of the first ones to like reopen for COVID and yet Disney's had their passholder nights back in California before they've even had theirs. So I don't know. Um, Universal Studios Hollywood officially announces a fast and furious roller coaster. Um, so I have sort of saw a joke where they're like, I swear to God, if they mentioned family one time on this roller coaster, I'm not going Done. back on it. Uh, well, and, and they were saying, or rumor was I never got any confirmation on it or heard any confirmation from the vloggers bloggers is that in certain areas of the park they were playing roller coaster noise to see if you could would be able to to hear it like as a you know so um but i know a guy that's like okay they said it was over here you could hear it over here and he didn't hear it so maybe they were done with it or they did it for a couple days with certain people or groups walking through but yeah now we know why. Yeah. Um, Universal Parks are outsourcing disability access services to third-party documentation now required. What? Yes. <clears throat> That's interesting. Very interesting. 
Yeah, but yeah, but documentation of what? Of your disability. But I don't die. That's why I said it's interesting. I don't know how there's got to be some some way of doing it because, like we've seen before with Disney and whatnot, um, they had to revamp the whole DAS ser- um, DAS service because people were basically renting out themselves or their kids because right. you literally would get to the front of line, but it would be going through the exit and you got on the right, right then and there when you went up to it. Right. It wasn't, um, you know, basically you got a fast pass without having to get a, a fast pass. No. And they and also, they were doing return times too. So they try to make it a little bit more, uh, organized. And then they also changed it. I believe, um, they do have more return people coming back. And when I went on pirates, they actually made them wait. So yeah, no, exactly. Well, and the thing is, is if you're going to do that, all the popular rides, you're just going to be, when you get off of it, you're going to be going through almost a line to get out because of all um, the DAS people trying to get in and get on with with the old system, um, get on all at once. You know, you're going to have a big old line outside of, you know, rise of the resistance and Mickey Minnie's runaway railway. Uh, mm-hmm. on that or at least if you have return times to come back they could spread those out and not have a big old long line backing up the exit and you know especially if they need you know ecvs or whatnot or wheelchairs or walkers um you know it take takes up more room too i'm not saying that's a bad thing but i'm just saying you know it that's just it is what it is so with the documentation required that's i, I want to I'm wondering how they could a say that because you know you can't if they come up and say hey I need a DAS pass you know they can't say oh what's your disability because you know HIPAA and all of that you know there's different things on it or you you have to ask questions a certain way um, on it or have them fill something out where now with providing documentation it's going to be interesting and then once again they're sourcing it out to third party so that's interesting well that's also it's also weird because like what if you break your leg before you go and you're in a wheelchair what -hmm. documentation are going to have of that well i don't know if that would necessarily constitute being disabled Mm. but i mean on on that but i don't yeah but you I, still I would need a DAS pass because you, if you're in a wheelchair, you need a DAS pass. Um, not necessarily because you have um, queues where you could wheelchairs go in them. Well, yeah, but there's a lot of them that don't. And if you're in a wheelchair, you have to you have to go to the, the exit line. I, I don't know. I'm not saying that it's not, but you know what I mean. Yeah, and it's, it and, is weird. Yeah, and I don't know, like like you said like a, a broken leg if you would necessarily need, need a das pass but if you come up in a cast and the cast member's like okay you're not you know disabled but i could see like you can't go through the line because you have a broken foot uh, right on that yeah I, I don't know you know on that um it's just it's interesting to me just because i mean providing documentation like you said whether it be if you do need something because of your broken leg to get in there um it's like oh so i need a doctor's note that says i have a broken leg or if you you know are disabled whether it be you know autistic deaf you know what whatever it is uh you know blind whatnot it's yeah 
I mean, it's kind of obvious, right? You, you would think. You think, but then again, you know, before this, when you got people selling themselves on Craigslist saying, hey, pay me, you know, 20 bucks an hour for five hours and I'll get you to the front of line of everything. It's kind of not good. And they got the most of the people that play by the rules now, you know, yeah, make yeah. it even worse because of people like that. Yep. Uh, and la- <laughs> lastly, yeah. in the other parks pile, uh, Molly Murphy has been named as the new president of Universal Creative. So um, that's their that's their version of Imagineers. Basically, is they have the creative. And they don't ever come with anything original. So whatever. Maybe she's um, the one that created that documentation is now required. Probably. <laughs> um, in the general Disney pile, a uh, little rapid fire is Bob Iger will stay Disney CEO through 2026, which is um, they never said it a last date for him when they brought him back, did they? They said, you know, I think his uh, contract was for three years and they said, you know, if. You know, he'll be there at least that long. If he needs to extend, he could extend it. But they didn't foresee him leaving earlier than that because then they said, you know, like halfway into it, oh, we're forming a committee to find his replacement and yada, yada, yada. So, yeah. um, <laughs> so this is gonna, this is all rapid fire Bob Iger because um, <laughs> Disney CEO Bob Iger sees opportunities to turbocharge theme park growth growth so basically it's what we've been talking about forever they're going to try and add more parks and more stuff just what's going to happen um he also is considering selling streaming services and other assets may even try and sell entire disney company um so what's funny is is people are not realizing the irony in this because he said that hulu is not an option they won't sell hulu um but they're saying interesting in selling fx but FX has a contract with Hulu for next day uh, airing. So basically, you're guaranteed to get the Mayans that airs tonight on Wednesday, tomorrow on Hulu. So it's almost like he's double dipping because you're, you're okay. Look, now I'm going to have this service sold, this, this FX. And then now, so I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. And he did have a meeting with leaders after his comments, <coughs> excuse me, because it caused. High anxiety. Yeah. No duh. Yeah. And all and all of this came from uh Bob Iger did one of those like squawk block talks or whatever it is. Yeah, he went um, on CNN or something like that. Yeah. Where they, you know, prop him up on a you know, on a dock and he's in a chair and they make it look all fancy and blah 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 blah. So he did that. And I know with the selling of the uh the company comments and that that a lot of people were kind of blindsided by that comment or that he would even say it. Uh-huh. So, and especially with all the layoffs that just happened, it's like, Hold, what's going on here? So there was enough, um, not necessarily backlash, but conversations happening that he called, uh, called a meeting to calm everyone's nerves. So. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see if, if he pushes through because they're making a lot of changes and we've, we've talked about multiple, 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 multiple times. There's a lot of stuff that's going to be changing very soon with Disney because of the state that uh, Bob Iger took it over in. So um, Home Depot has revealed a 13-foot Jack Skellington figure for $3.99. Get it while you can because that thing's going to sell out in minutes. 
It's just now were they the ones that did the big scaling the big yes. scaling skeleton? They had a skeleton well. and they had the werewolf. And the skeleton 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 my neighbor has, and we love it because he decorates it for every holiday. So oh, that's cool. So literally, Fourth of July had a beard and a, a hat, and he has custom signs made for this banner that goes next to it. It says he had Father's Day, he had Mother's Day, Valentine's Day, he had uh, New Year's, Christmas, Thanksgiving, um, and he does it right now for summer. It's got a hula skirt, a a, a big lemonade cup, and sunglasses on. So he he literally takes time. I stopped by one time and I said. I want to thank you because my son loves driving by all the time to see your decorations. And he's like, oh, yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, Halloween obviously is amazing, but. Right. And so he keeps, it's basically stays up year round. Year round. Right. Nice. Because there was a lady on TV I saw on a news report that she did that. And she was kind of punishing her neighbor because her neighbor's like, you can't do that. So she went and bought a second one. And she decorated them all year round, like, like the same way same way so that's pretty cool but yeah if you can get your hands on one do it uh we have new disney lorcana cards revealed during little mermaid characters oh revealed including little mermaid characters um new mandalorian return of the jedi and more star wars hallmark ornaments it was insane because tim sent us the one that was um han going into carbonite and then right below it on twitter tim didn't see it but the job of the hut one, his mouth looks like it's really like it, it moves. It looks fluid. It's creepy because right. his lips moves. It, I obviously job of the hut is easy because his mouth just goes like a muppet. Yeah. But it looks like it's like lips are moving. It's amazing. Han goes into carbonite and comes out of carbonite. You hear uh, Chewie scream. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, there are new Disney one hundred night before Nightmare Before Christmas and more Hallmark ornaments release as well um disney's of resorts abroad tokyo disney resort announces a 40th anniversary drone show which i have seen previews of and it looks insane Mm -hmm. um the red Sox did one did you see the red Sox one with the drones uh no i know a lot of ballparks are doing it the a's have done it for a couple years have some drone nights with fireworks and whatnot this one was the the Boston logo. It was legit. Like it came out of nowhere after a walk off, and they sent them up in the air. It was pretty cool. Yeah, it's cool. Um, their res- Tokyo Disney Resort announces Disney's Halloween 2023 event, Trick or Treating, returning, which is very big for them. Um, Disneyland Paris is announcing details for a new annual pass program beginning July 19th, which they ended theirs not too long ago. Um, and I do know that. Um. For a while there, if you got a park hopper, it was cheaper than getting a single day pass. So um, people were like, what? Or annual pass. Sorry, if you got an annual pass, it was cheaper than getting a single day pass somehow. Yeah, yeah like if you're going like for three days or more, it was just get the annual pass. Yep. So they're probably going to make a change to that. And then lastly, in Disneyland Paris, you're starting to be like Florida. Guest tries to exit Big Thunder Mountain at Disneyland Paris by walking on track while train is coming. Yeah, it was bad. The video, you can't see the guy walking on the track, but you see cast members like running and you could see one guy. I mean, he was, you know, it's not like, you know, most of the time they'll kind of tell you, oh, hey, stay behind the line or, you know, put their hand up. Hey, back. I mean, this one, you can tell it's like, oh, my gosh, they're they're going to die. 
I like the way he said it. Figured it out. <laughs> oh man! Uh, now onto the Walt Disney World pile. Uh, old annual pass holder magnets available for limited time at Walt Disney World. Got to clear them out. Yeah, I um, think it's just through um, the month of July. Mm-hmm. If I remember right there, the article. They did the same thing when um, something happened. I think they. I think when they shut down for COVID, there was a certain event planned. And they ended up passing that stuff out when you walked in the first day it was open in Disney World as like, a, we need to get rid of these things. Right. Um, or if you get a delay in something, um, yeah. whatever it is, especially due to COVID or whatnot. And it's like, yeah. well, we can't have them for the event. So yeah. do one for this. Um, a new droid parts pump popcorn bucket coming to Star Wars Galaxy Edge at Disney's Hollywood Studios pulled for mobile order due to shipping delay. Congratulations. Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Um, backed up Epcot, Epcot restroom leaks river of water and closes sidewalk. Jesus. You know what's funny? So when I went in January, we had a locker outside because um, we got a couple of things. And mm-hmm. that's the first time I've seen a bathroom closed because someone broke a toilet. Someone broke one of the urinals and they had to shut the bathroom down. I've never seen a bathroom shut down aside from cleaning. And mind you, when they clean... It's legit. What you think? Probably seven minutes to clean, maybe. Yeah, They're if that, and and a lot of the bigger bathrooms they won't shut down. It's kind of like the smaller ones they'll yes close close them off. But you'll see them in in there. And yeah, like you said, they it's it's on a rotation. They got it down. Yeah, so that's not good to have that happen. Um, D twenty three announces Disney Jollywood Nights event extra add-ons including lounge access and Jingle Bell Jingle Jam viewing, which that's pretty cool. Yeah, and that's uh, at uh, it doesn't say, but it's at uh, Hollywood Studios. Okay, that's why it's in Disney World. Squirrel crashes Walt Disney World's Carousel of Progress at Magic Kingdom. They're all over, so it's not that shocking. Um, Jesus, Disney adds labels to themed hand dryers in Star Wars Galaxy Edge at Hollywood Studios following guest confusion. Yeah, I, I saw that, and I just said, wow. Florida for you. Sorry, Connor. Um, Chop Judge Manit Chahuan, I should know her name because she's one of my favorite judges on Chopped, uh, is opening a new Indian restaurant at Disney Springs this year. I will be going there when we go there. That will be amazing. Um, child slides out of seat on the Barnstormer at Magic Kingdom. Dude, it's not, and it, and it's funny because it's, a smaller kid with a uh, girl who is bigger. And so you have the lap restraint that comes down and it's the bar kind of oh, similar to Big Thunder. Oh, so it stopped on the girl. And so it stopped on, I don't know if it was a mom, an aunt or whatnot, stopped on her. So there's a gap and, you know, the kid was kind of up there and it goes around and she literally sides right underneath and and so the mom was, and the mom was really recording it, like, "Hey, you know, hands up, you know, ha ha ha." And all of a sudden, it could, takes a turn and a dip, and she goes down. She basically spent the rest of the ride like on the floorboard, and you could kind of see her come back up, and just the look of terror and horror in the little kid's eyes. And the mom, I think, kind of didn't realize what was going on, or thought the kid was messing around because she was still recording it um, on it. And I mean not throwing shade or anything at the mom. I think like she didn't really realize what was going on or thought the kid was messing right. around right. Um, on it. But yeah, it, yeah, it was, it could have gone wrong really quick. 
Uh, a man was arrested for groping a 21-year-old cast member at Magic, Magic Kingdom. Man, this one is not good this week. Um, foreign guest leaves child unattended in stroller, then reportedly spits on Disney cast member who moved child into safe spot. Awesome. Yeah. A, f- a fight broke out in Tomorrowland at Magic Kingdom. I saw that one. It was a big fight. It was it a big was. fight, too. Yep. Walt Disney World cast member claims child flipped him off and parent assaulted them at single rider line entrance. Okay. Um, guest gets irate during Remy's Ratatouille adventure, slaps iPad from cast member, and sends them to the hospital. There you go. Florida, man. Florida. And it's now, hot, so. You know. Yeah. It's hot in, in LA, too, so. Uh, Disneyland Resort. So this one, people are... Um, so the Haunted Mansion Disneyland Resort premiere did become a fan event because of the strike. And basically what they did was... Um, oh, right there. Mickey and Minnie, Tyrell Girl, more from the, from, the, from the premiere of Haunted Mansion movie Disneyland. They walked the purple carpet, uh, so to say. So um, that did happen. Um, and D23 gold members uh, t- could attend the Haunted Mansion premiere at Disneyland for free. I don't know where they watched it, though, because they walked into the ride. Yeah, so what they did is, and the only reason, so obviously this, the Haunted Mansion premiere already happened at Disneyland. The reason yeah. I put the D23 gold member on there is, um, I don't know if the to be a D23 member, there's a free option and then there's a yes. paid option. Yes. Um, on that, I think the gold might be paid, but it's cool. You get, you know, stuff gold like is this. Free. Gold is free. Attend it for free. Um, uh, now, diamond, diamond is paid. Gold is free, I believe. Gold is free. Okay. And the thing is, is yes, you could attend the Haunted Mansion premiere for free, but I'm sure you still had to get um, a ticket to get into the park. I, I think. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. But anyways, um, but what they did is they had in front of the Honda mansion and everything like a photo op, like you're walking the red carpet. The only really um, person of note that was there that obviously there's no movie stars, no directors or thing. It was Bob Gurr um, was there. So it was like, Oh, Hey, look, you know, the most famous guy here is an uh, ex Disney Imagineer, which is, which is cool. Obviously he uh, created the right system for it. Um, but they came, they did that, um, did the Honda mansion, uh, right and the photo ops and everything there then the funny thing is is they took them they went backstage took them on a shuttle over to california adventure and mm-hmm. in the um hyperion theater where they had rogers the musical they had that set up as the premiere there so outside they had i think some um, possibly some light hors d'oeuvres or whatnot or more photo ops and then inside is uh, the theater that they watched it in so that's where they where so they i was at. i was wrong it was free the free membership is just general gold there's two gold memberships for 129 it's dual membership for 99 it's, it's single and basically um they have screamings at multiple locations for this one let me see the closest one to us okay they're all sold out san francisco would be the closest one for me um Okay, yeah, it makes yeah usually LA for you. But what yeah, I San Francisco, like, LA. And that's a just a general one. That's not even the early screenings. They have the early screening. They have uh the Jollywood thing is on here. It says multiple locations. I don't know. Oh, it's the dates. Um 
but it's kind of cool because like if you're thinking about getting it um it's not good for me tim would be better off because they're closer to you in the la area um there's not very much for me to get for it but eh, it's it's interesting you know that is what it is i'll save that money for um for my disney plus membership um the Haunted Mansion Trend Collection Apparel debuts at Disney. Um, probably would have helped a lot for the characters to be wearing it. Um, Haunted Mansion stars recite famous lines from the iconic attraction. They were there beforehand. so Yeah, they, um, yeah, they were there a couple weeks before. It's a cool yeah. video. Uh, Oogie Boogie Bash has officially sold out. Everyone laughed because people were waiting online for almost 24 hours, some people, to try and get tickets. Let's Whatever. Good. Um, and online yeah. resellers are posting the tickets. Like I saw one, I think it was two tickets was like nine hundred dollars. I think I thought that was the cheapest I saw. Oh, most that was of them cheap. were the, yeah. Most of them were the twelve hundred to fifteen hundred dollar range, but they ranged in from three to four tickets on those. So right, exactly. Um, and the thing is, is you know Disney sells not to resell them, and you can't. You have to have a name on them. So basically, the only person that's going to get not like punished for it is the one that buys a thousand dollar ticket yeah. and yeah. gets turned away at the gate. And the person that sold it gets their thousand dollars and, and that's it. And a, a lot of people are extremely upset um, about this, not necessarily the Oogie Boogie, but just how Disney goes about selling um, any type of limited or exclusive events or the annual passes. When I got my annual pass, I was on it for five hours to finally get it. Um, yeah. And then when people were on this, I think um, like 11, I think it sold out in 11 hours, um, yep. like everything. So you got people that were on there um, and then all of a sudden it came to them and half the days were already sold out um, on it. So it's like, oh, wait, you guys do these limited events and whatnot. You've done them before and you're going to do them again. Why does it take so long to do it? Um, and if you're trying to do it yourself, A, you need to figure it out. Your Disney, come on now, shouldn't have to take that long. And especially this one, they shut down the system the first time and then came out and they said, oh, uh, we'll give you an update like tomorrow at the end of the week. And then on that update says, oh, hey, you could, we'll resell, uh, uh, reissue the tickets at this date no earlier than nine o'clock. It's like, okay, well, you know, so you have a problem. And if it's really that big of a problem, outsource it to someone else that could do it you know you get the ticket masters and all of that you know the well what taylor swift broke their site but other than that they've done a pretty damn good job especially yeah. with all these concerts and everything on it so you know people are just like it's like why even try it's just i'm just gonna sit there i'm gonna get on at nine o'clock and get in the queue for five hours so is it really worth it and then when i do get um my turn you only have 10 minutes, but if all your dates are sold out before you get it, then it's like, you know, p people are just really frustrated with it. And if that's going to be the status quo moving forward, then I think, you know, granted it sold out and everything. But the other thing is, is did it sell out because people wanted to get it or did it sell out because go on eBay and type in Oogie Boogie Bash, you know, yep. thousands, thousand dollars a ticket. And Disney's not doing anything to prevent that. So you you got that. Anyways, I digress. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those things. Um, 
I honestly feel like they could improve it one way or another, but we'll see for next year because that's by the time they do that, it'll be different probably for next year. Right. Or um, the next time they release annual passes or magic keys, I should say. True. Um, new Walt Disney Tiki Mug is available to Club 33 members, so we can't get that. Um, there was a Disneyland's uh, Cavalcade special one for the 68th uh, anniversary of Disneyland. Um, didn't see any pictures of it or nothing like that because it wasn't uh, – people were wanting stuff. So Yeah, they want free stuff. They didn't really get anything. They got a, nope. You got photo ops and a, a half a parade, which they call a cavalcade. Um, we got the new Coco Papita puppet on float perform in Magic Happens Parade at Disneyland. That parade looks a lot of fun. Um, I've actually been seeing it because of um, there's a lady who goes dressed up as different princesses. And she will curtsy to the princesses. And they'll see her. And they'll go, oh my gosh. And they curtsy back. And then the, the princes will bow to her. So it's it's kind of cool scene. And I've watched the parades from when she does it. You know, she wants attention. But it works. Um Construction walls go up by Donald's boat in Mickey's Toontown, which is not shocking because they have said that they're going to start fixing some of the stuff that's been kind of an issue since they redid Toontown. So it's not um, too crazy, but we're going to see what they do. Right. And this one is uh, it's their splash pad and it has never um, seen a drip of water uh, hit it since they opened since the opening of it. And rumor is, is that and I don't know how they mess this up is the slope the drains in the middle and the sloping that they did on one side it kind of goes back towards uh i think it's it's either donald's boat or in between the boat and something else instead of in the middle so somebody did a big boo-boo there so that's why the um construction walls are up to fix that so it drains to the proper sloping to the drain and could get that up and running yeah that's not you know somebody did a big boo-boo there yeah. <sighs> Not good. Um, scaffolding added to Millhouse at Splash Mountain facade at Disneyland. Um, and the dismantling of the iconic Splash Mountain tree begins at Disneyland. Uh, Tiana's Palace logo has been added to the restaurant facade at Disneyland. Uh, Jambalaya Jazz Band will replace Fantasmic nightly at Disneyland until updated show is ready. And that one is actually kind of cool. They play on one of the rafts. Um, yeah. And they actually do it for they did used to do it for the Halloween one, too. They used to be out there as the ghouls and they'd be uh, looked like ghosts. It was pretty cool. So I like those guys. It's a good band. Um, we did see a first look at a Baymax zipper coming to Disney's California Adventure. And I think it's going to tie in with the San Francisco Square official opening August 31st, probably leading up to that. Um, and it's such a feature music from Epcot and Tokyo Disneyland. And uh, reopening day of August 18th announced for Toy Story Midway Mania at Disney's California Adventure, which I'm surprised. Like, when's the last time that uh, Mr. Potato Head fully worked? Um, I don't know. Probably because I remember time, last time they, they did a refurb, and then if he doesn't work, they just pull the uh, the curtains around him, and there's nothing there. Yeah. Um. I was wondering, um, you know, like, because when we went, remember, when we went together, um, Roz talked to you. I'll never forget that. She mm-hmm. talked to you with the guy with the mustache. And then Turtle Talk, they still talk to you. But Mr. Potato Head doesn't make jokes about people anymore. Um, no, not really. 
Yeah. Yeah. So good luck on that one. I'm hoping glad it's reopening because it's been closed for a minute. Uh, lastly, guests with baby wades in Pirates of the Caribbean water instead of waiting for evacuation at Disneyland. Um, it was confusing because it didn't seem like they'd been waiting very long because it literally it's right when you first get in with the ships. It's mm-hmm. the first entrance. And there was a cast member in waiters waiting for the boat in front of this people to be unloaded. And then she was going to pull it up to go to there. And he hopped out. And then he stops walking. And everyone's yelling at him, get out. Just get out of the water with the baby. Come on, get out of the water with the baby. And it just, I don't know, man. Didn't want to listen. I couldn't figure out what was going on. Yeah. And it seemed like from what I gathered from it and what I could hear um, is that, like, the baby was crying. And it's not like a baby, like an infant, um, whatnot. Uh, like, I don't know if the baby was either crying or upset or whatnot, and he thought that they weren't moving fast enough when literally the boat in front of him, I think, only had two more people left on it with one person getting out, so, like, three people on it. Um, And he literally gets out and starts taking this baby over there through the water. So if he trips and falls on any of the track or anything underneath there or the lighting effects, they're the baby and him go under. And like you said, there was a cast member on the boat unloading people, the boat in front of them and a cast member on their, not on their boat, but in waders out there getting yep. ready for that other boat to move forward. So to they pull can move forward, theirs, yep. theirs forward. So it was cooler heads did not prevail on that one. And the, and the biggest thing is, is I could care less about the guy or whatnot, but to put that kid in that type of, that was danger. rough. That was rough. Uh, especially in water that was basically waist high. And like you said, it's in that um scene right there with Barbosa um, you know, shooting the the cannonballs and whatnot over there. And you got, you know, lighting underneath the water, you got tracks underneath the water, you got special effects underneath the water. All he's gotta do is trip on anything and it's it's not good. And then he would probably yell at or try to sue Disney or something over it. So not, yeah, so I mean, and that one was, it was it was shocking to see, right? I mean, like I said, I don't care about him, but I'm glad the kid made it to safety. Yes, he did, and they did show him getting off of the 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 he walked up the step thingy, and yeah. not sure what happened to him afterwards, though. I'm sure he's probably got kicked out for that day, and might not be asked back and ruin the vacation for his family. Hope so. Yeah, it is what it is. Well, I want to uh, thank everyone for coming through and listening, as always. Greatly appreciated. Um, make sure to like all the stuff we do, share stuff, listen, tell us what you want us to hear. You know it. Um, you can find us everywhere you get podcasts. So wherever you leave comments or five-star reviews, it helps us dramatically. So for the FOMO cast, I'm Chris. And I'm Tim. And we will see you guys next time.